Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Welcome to the U.S. Markets Wrap. Some of it on the screen today with the S&P 500 slipping about 0.38% to close at 5,069 points. And as the broad market index also retreated from its record not high notched late last week. Meanwhile, the Nasdaq Composite declined about 0.13% to end at 15,976 points. And the Dow Jones Industrial Average is down by about 0.16%, finishing at 39,069 points. For more insights about these movements, we are joined by Brenda Vingello, the Chief Investment Officer at Sandhill Global Advisors. Welcome to the show. Amanda. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So financial conditions are now at its loosest since it's uh, the Fed's tightening. Previously, both the stock and bond markets have been driving financial conditions. But since the Santa Claus rally in December, there has been some decoupling. Is that a signal of tighter financial conditions to come and uh, stocks and bonds oversold? Well, I think we've seen financial conditions easing, particularly uh, for a period of time. We saw interest rates, long-term interest rates come down as much as they did during the fourth quarter of last year. And they have risen a little bit here. I think that's a healthy development, though, because what we saw uh, during the fourth quarter is that the market started pricing in six interest rate cuts this year. And given how strong the economy is, it just didn't seem very likely. And since that time, uh, we've had some data come out, particularly CPI data for January, as well as a lot of Fed speakers come out and effectively uh, suggest that the six rate hikes is probably not realistic at this point, and it's likely more like three, three to four. Um, so the market has started pricing in three to four rate hikes at this point, which I think is a much more realistic place to be, and that has caused interest rates to rise a little bit. But meanwhile, equity markets have continued to do quite well. And so that has served uh, to offset um, any tightness uh, in financial conditions from interest rates moving modestly higher. Okay, and we saw the underlying U.S. inflation rise in January. Is that a sign that the path is taming to taming price pressures is still a long and bumpy one ahead? Well, I think there were some very uh, frustrating components of that particular mm-hmm. uh, CPI report. One is the shelter category, which makes up an enormous part of CPI. So core CPI, over 40% of core CPI is the shelter category. And what we saw during January, it showed that shelter prices increased 6% year over year, which is really not very realistic uh, compared to what we're seeing happen in the real world and what we're seeing from other measures of shelter costs in the U.S., which are suggesting that they're increasing around 2 to 3% year over year. So I think some of that was a bit of a one-off, uh, but to your point, bumpy <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think February will be a more important reading, uh, which we have uh, coming up uh, during the second week of March. Uh, but I don't think there's too much to read into that January number, uh, but it certainly was uh, a frustrating one at that particular point in time. But I think it has helped to reset expectations for interest rate hikes this year, uh, which was important um, in our view. Okay, and Fed officials, they have stressed that there are no rush to lower the borrowing costs and will only do so once they are confident that inflation is retreating on a sustained basis. Could you help us to define what is this sustainable level? Well, I think we're on that path. So, uh, for example, the last PCE report we got 
uh, for December uh, showed that uh, PCE was only up 2.93% year over year. So well on its way to that 2 per 3, or we could say already at the 2 to 3% target uh, that the Fed has uh, communicated. But I think we need to see more uh, more readings just like that or, or more that show that there's continued ongoing improvement. Um, I also think the Fed is in uh, looking at the whole picture here, and what we have is an economy that's still uh, quite strong, a job market that's still very healthy, uh, asset prices have risen considerably, and that's helping with the overall wealth effect um, for investors. So I, it just doesn't, at the surface, doesn't seem like there's a real reason to rush uh, to lower interest rates. But I do think as we look at some other factors uh, this year, particularly uh, outstanding debt in the U.S. commercial multifamily real estate market, Mm -hmm. about 20% of the loans there will mature this year and need to be refinanced at higher rates. So that is not an insignificant number, um, and I think that is one area where we will start to see more of an impact uh, from interest rates that are much higher than they were just a few years ago. We're also seeing, uh, you know, there's been a lot of uh, concern over more depressed areas uh, within the office market in particular, within the commercial office market. And I think as we have some of these loans that need to be refinanced, we may find uh, that the underlying values of the properties are just not sufficient uh, to really uh, attract many uh, lenders uh, for these um for these loans. So I think we are going to hear more and more about uh, this part of the economy as the year goes on. Okay, Anna, speaking of PCE, we are also expecting PCE data to be out later this week. So what's the likelihood that that's going to further diminish market expectations for an interest rate cut in the coming months? Well, I think we've already heard a lot of the January data uh, so far, but PCE, importantly, is the shelter category is only 17% of PCE, so it's not as significant at all. Uh, So I don't think we're uh, likely in for a surprise number that's going to be hotter than expected. But um, again, I think January is also an interesting month and one where uh, a lot of companies and others do, you know, put through annual price increases that start flowing through in January. Uh, so I think looking to a, a month like February will be much more telling. Uh, so I'm not expecting anything surprising from PCE at this point, but I, I don't think we'll get as much of a surprise as we got in CPI for the month of January because of the shelter category. Right. And uh, also let's turn our attention for a bit to the 10-year yield. It has been marching higher all month. It's now standing at about 4.25. What does that mean, if anything, for equities? Well, I think it's... First of all, I think it's been a healthy development that we've had an equity market that has been able to perform relatively well, even as long-term interest rates have risen. And I think, as I mentioned earlier, that it's important in our view that the market is now only pricing in three to four rate cuts this year, because we think that is much more realistic than six. Um, So we don't think it's cause for too much concern. Also, if we look at environments like we've been in in the past where the economy has been as healthy as it is today, usually we don't have an inverted yield curve. (laughs) So we think that as the Fed uh, lowers interest rates, we may not see long-term interest rates really move all that much, and we'll have a steepening of the yield curve, which would be more in keeping with other environments where the economy has been relatively healthy. All right. And uh, in recent weeks, we've also been seeing some big gains and a broadening of the market. Does that mean that there's growing confidence in the broader fundamentals of this bull market? How long do you think this is going to last? 
Sure. Well, I think if it's going to continue to last, we need to see more broadening uh, because we've certainly seen, uh, especially over the last week or so, uh, another big uh, period of time where technology and NVIDIA in particular was responsible uh, for a, a lot of the move uh, that we saw in our view that's in some ways with respect to NVIDIA, justifiable because their earnings have been so much better than was originally anticipated. But I do think um, as as investors gain more confidence in the underlying health of the economy and when interest rates do finally start coming down, that historically has been when we have seen more participation in market rallies from small and mid-cap companies, and we would expect uh, that we would should really see that um, if we're going to have a continuation um, of the market acting well in this environment. It needs to be more than just seven stocks uh, that are driving overall market returns, so we would expect to see more uh, broadening as the year goes on. All right. Thank you all for those insights, Brenda. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. All right. And we've been speaking with Brenda Vangelo, the Chief Investment Officer at Sanyu Global Advisors, all the way from the U.S. And this has been the U.S. Markets Wrap on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.